Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and just like always. I make it sound here. like that. Like, just like always. I'm trying to say I'm bored of you. I'm just kidding. Jesus. Christian Garcia is here as well, of course. In the house. In the house. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Uh, lots of nerdy news coming out this last week. Um, so we'll get to that in just a minute. We got, I mean, we got Birds of Prey. Got a new bat suit. Got Matrix Four, Venom Two, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, all sorts of good stuff. But um, before we get to that, uh, make sure you uh, like, comment, and subscribe on nerdswithfriendspodcast.com or on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitters, all that good stuff. Pod Chaser, Pod Bean. What's Pod Chaser? It's another one I signed this up for. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, and. Uh, uh, Podbean too. We are on there. We have a little website you can add comments and stuff. I, honestly, Facebook and Instagram are the way to go. We are very active on that all the time. And Twitter, and twits. Um, but let's uh, let's start it off like we always do with a couple nerdy confessions. Oh, uh, we'll say uh, make sure you pick up a bag of tea on nerdsfriendspodcast.com. Or you could go straight to Plum Deluxe, but do it from the site. <laughs> Take no, because right uh, do it from our site. If you search it on Plum Deluxe, you can't find it. Oh, we're gonna have to talk to him about that. No, man, I like it being secret. <laughs> the secret menu, secret like menu. the in and out secret menu. Yeah, exactly, animal style. <laughs> Someone uh, told me that you can add jalapenos and that there's donuts. I don't know about the donuts. You can thing. add chopped chilies, which aren't jalapenos, but they are like these little yellow chili peppers, and they chop them up. What was the other one? Someone told me about donuts. Donuts. And maybe they're fucking with you. No, I don't think. I mean, kind of like the swimming pool. If you go to Daily High School type thing. If you go to Daily City, there's a Krispy Kreme in the same parking lot, so you can get a hot, fresh, glazed donut and then go directly to the internet. They just send one of the kids out. Yeah. Go get donuts and come back. We need another donut. (laughs) Spreading (laughs) this fucking rumors. (laughs) Just going across the way. Um. Yeah. All of our fans around the world might not even know about the In and Out. Oh, In and Out is a uh, fantastic um, burger place. Yeah. They're, they're I, definitely I, one of my favorites. I like Five Guys better though. Uh, I put them equal. You like? Mm, I, I think like you just guys. like Five Guys in your mouth. That's what it is. <laughs> I think my my justification for Five Guys is that they have more toppings, like jalapenos and onions and mushrooms, all on the burger, right? So that's already tastier. And then when you order the fries, I will say animal style fries are delish. Oh yeah. But when you order fries at at Five Guys, they just take uh they take like a little soda cup. They put it into a paper bag, and then they just dump a bunch of fries into it. 
more so than could ever fit into that soda cup. So you just get this bag of greasy, delicious fries. And for our international listeners, animal style fries is oh yeah, a basket of fries. Well, a tray of fries, chips. If you're in the UK, yeah, or chips. Like, yeah, whatever. and then they cover it with uh, cheese, cheese, grilled onions, and then dressing, and, and then they're spread, which is Thousand Island dressing, yeah, basically. Delicious. Oh, so good. So so. You know good. you know what it is about Five Guys. You know what would be great though. Is if they had Five Guys fries with the animal style fixins on top. There How go. good would that be? With the Cajun seasoning? Oh, so good. See, my thing with Five Guys when you go, I don't want to see the fucking calories. I'm oh, already yeah. here. I know what I'm getting into. I don't need to know what damage I'm doing to my the, body. They have to have that up there. It's like a regulation now. It's at, it's at In-N-Out. If you Is look it? Up. Yep. I feel like I just don't look at the In-N-Out. <laughs> you just like you block it out. Like There's like a little black bar in your yeah. vision. Like, hmm, huh, double, double. I mean, it's got onions on it, so that's practically a veg- vegetarian. See, when I go to In-N-Out, I always get a lettuce wrap thinking, you know, it's the bread that fucks you up. That's yeah, sure. <laughs> not, <laughs> not all the cheese and grease and nah. bacon or whatever. I nah. guess they don't have bacon in it. That's, that's the keto-ness in there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I will say uh, when I do the keto, I, I will go and I'll get the either the protein style. And you got to skip ketchup, too. There's a lot of sugar and ketchup. Um, but uh, I'll get uh, the either protein style or the Flying Dutchman. Oh, what's the Flying Dutchman? Flying Dutchman is just two patties with two slices of cheese in a box. What? Yeah. How do you not get your fingers dirty? Well, you get a little... I mean, you get your fingers a little dirty. Just as dirty as with the freaking protein style. No way. It's got the lettuce wrap. Yeah, but there's stuff squirting out all over the side of it and everything. Yeah. I got a beard, man. Trust me. <laughs> it's just messy. <laughs> there's no way around it. Um, I don't know how we got off on fast food, but... Uh, nerdy Confessions... <laughs> I like that. That's that was my nerdy confession. I'm just kidding. We can, to be <laughs> honest, we got enough to talk about. My nerdy confession um, is I'm actually uh, starting a new D and D game. I'm going to DM game for my buddies in San Jose. In San Jose? Well, you already travel for work so much. So. I know. I know. It's going to be a lot of driving. But uh, one thing that's kind of cool is we're going to do it Sunday afternoons, so it won't be super late. So it'll just be like, yeah, we'll be daytime hanging out with the buddies but yeah i'm gonna dm game of 5e with some noobs and a couple people who played before um so it should be fun uh apparently one of my buddies um wrote this whole campaign like did a very complex like homebrew where he like wrote everything out all this you know information and stuff but he doesn't want to dm i'm like well He's never going to play that because no one's going to DM a game that he knows all the outcomes to. You know what, though? But if you really commit to your character and you're not metagaming, it could happen. You just got to remember. You just got to stay in character. No, no one's that good of a person. I think so. No, definitely not. You don't? I think so. Nope. I wouldn't trust any of my friends. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Except for me, of course. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> I would ne- I I hate metagaming. I would never do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... It, I feel like even playing that, like if you know all the outcomes or at least all the, you know, the framework of everything, like it, it wouldn't even be fun to me. I don't know. It could be fun trying to derail the DM. Oh, well, I would just kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. I do not deal with derailers. I mean, as long as it's fun and you're in character, I, I think it could work. You yeah. Know? If you're keeping the DM on their toes. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to... to Seek the vengeance of the DM, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, your character's dead. Well, see you never. <laughs> Better luck next campaign. <laughs> oh, you're one of those bitter DMs. 
No, I'm not. I'm not bitter. I'm just here for everyone to have fun. <laughs> and when there's one person who makes it not fun, oh no, no, no. I'm out. not talking about not fun, but like, um, I think if you if you're having fun with the role playing, and if you do something that's questionable, but it's not screwing over the other players, yeah, that's fine. Then that's yeah, then that's fine. Yeah, I mean that that's okay. But I I don't like the people who are just like. They just have really dumb ideas because they think it's funny, and then everyone else is like, "Ugh, God!" And then it's like it just ruins. See what gets me is hoarders. Like, oh, yeah. I'm gonna loot everything, and then you got like a like if you have like a rogue who has mm-hmm. like a barbarian axe, and you got a barbarian in the team. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in my bag of holding. Why? Yeah, exactly. you can't use that. Oh, yeah. let me sell it to you. It's like same team, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. No, fuck that. Like, what do you think I'm going to do when you're cornered? I'm not going to go save you. Yeah, exactly. You're squishy. <laughs> Sneak away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't care for that. And that's why I try not to play with those kind of people. The people who would implement that kind of stuff. But yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited. Um, it's good to be getting back to D&D, like, legitimately. I've been doing a lot of Pathfinder, Starfinder, Pathfinder, <laughs> 2E. <laughs> Uh, it'll be nice getting back into the Dungeons and Dragons realm, so I'm excited about that. What's your nerdy confession? It's funny because it's similar. Uh, yesterday, uh, hopped on a game with a friend of the podcast, Matt of uh, Mercer. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with the Matt I'm playing with, because he's a DM and you're awesome. Don't kill me. Uh, no, he's um, of the two Matts <laughs> being DM though. Jesus Christ, Cody! You're trying to get me killed. <laughs> If he listens to this episode, he's like, "Yeah, that guy's dead." Nah, he he, he, uh, he would agree. <laughs> so Matt hosts uh, Imaginary Rambling, and we have a uh, every other week we have a game. Uh, but we're playing Savage Worlds, which I'm still learning the rules. Um, the dice you don't use the D20; it's mostly uh, D sixes. D a lot of D sixes. So like mm. you you crit on the D sixes, and damages is with the D sixes. So. If you get it, if you what's kind of cool is you can do a lot of high damage. If you roll a six, you know you crit, you roll again. You get another six, you crit, you roll again. You just keep. oh, interesting. Um, it was fun. Uh, I'm starting to somewhat get used to it. Yeah. So, uh, he, completely homebrewed story he's doing, which is, which is great. It's uh, the Earth has been flattened, and Disney has taken over, and oh, it's a couple years after that. Um. So you have to pick some defaults for your character. Uh, I'm a criminal that's wanted, and I'm delusional. Oh, interesting. I think that everything, I'm in a video game, and I'm treating everything as a video yeah. game. So I, it's kind of it's fun called, for me. It's called Savage Land? Sa- Savage Worlds. Savage Worlds. I believe. And Ooh. so it's kind of a modern day thing? No, so it's, it's mostly just the, the mechanics. Okay. But they do have campaigns. It's just that he, he did a whole, completely homebrew one. Yeah, but his homebrew... So it's not like sword and sorcery fantasy world. You, uh, yeah, we did play one initial one shot where I believe. See now you're testing. I don't know too much. I feel like it's more. So you're present. a criminal. Is he wearing sneakers or like leather boots? We're definitely Earth, like six hundred years in the future. So okay, I have my character just like a hoodie. Gotcha. I, I would just. I guess what I'm kind of dressed okay. as right now. So more modern. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. We've only had two sessions, but it's it's been a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, sounds like an interesting game. Uh, I watched a, a couple of videos on how to play Warhammer because I started uh, painting some Warhammer minis just because, like, of the miniature world, like, they are, I mean, there's so many. 
Um, so uh, I was like, oh, I better learn at least how to kind of play. If well, someone asks you questions. Yeah, if someone asks you questions. Um, and man, they are it's all D6s. And so like, depending on how many guys you have, you're like, oh, I have this uh, platoon of like 30 dudes. You have to have 30 D6s and you just roll them all at once and you're just like. That's a lot of math. Oh my God. <laughs> No, it's just like you're like, oh, I gotta have you know three or higher. You're like, and just separate oh, okay, them all gotta, out, gotta. kind of thing, to find out how many hits you get, you know, kind of thing. So, pretty interesting stuff. It maybe, looks maybe to me, eventually I'll play it. It's always reminded me of StarCraft, but like table, yeah, tabletop. I mean, I never really played StarCraft because I hated those games. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't like R- RTS games, real time strategy. They're fun. No, they're not. They're no, they're terrible. That's fun. why I don't like them. You don't like Final Fantasy Tactics? Nope. Fuck is wrong with you? I don't like those games. They're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> you don't like chess? No, I don't like chess. Oh, I'm learning a lot about you right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not entirely true. I do kind of like chess, but chess is not the same. It's thinking man's game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All righty. Well, um. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Birds of Prey towards the end, but we'll save that more towards the end so we can uh, save you some spoiler-free um, info up until then, um, and we'll play our little spoiler sound when it gets closer to that. But lots of cool uh, nerdy news coming out right now. Um, big one here, local in San Francisco, Matrix 4 was filming here. Keanu. Yeah, I heard someone uh, saw him eating Mitchell's ice cream. Oh really? That's yeah. that's cool. Mitchell's ice cream is good. Mitchell's is good. That's so good. We're just plugging away shit. We're not getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Mitchell. Send us some Dude's, mango ice cream. Oh my god, so good. Ube ice cream. That's I favorite. haven't had that one. Really? Yeah. It's so good. Ube macapuno one is good too. That's ube with coconut, young coconut. Yeah. I don't venture out too much outside of mango and like pistachio. Pistachio is good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their mango is really good though. Yep. Um. Anyway, uh, so. I'm kind of interested, like, Keanu is back in it, right? And I think Carrie Ann Moss is back in it, too, yes. isn't she? Yep. Um, is Larry Fishburne back in it? Oh, I don't know. Let's, let's take a look while you continue speaking. Um, but it, it's going to be really interesting how they're going to frame this one. Um, I mean, is it, be, you know, like a reboot of The Matrix, so all the characters are, like, back in it somehow they're like reincarnated this is one movie sometimes i like researching a little bit about a movie this is one that i don't want to know yeah it's one of those ones where like it'll be interesting going into it fresh just because when i saw the first matrix Uh i didn't know one thing about it i just knew i went to the theater and i was going to watch the keanu reeves movie not knowing what i was getting into it and it blew my mind and i love it i loved it so much when i saw it yeah, I mean, it was revolutionary uh, when it came out. I mean, first of all, it changed action, special effects, you know. Oh, yeah, the one camera scene. Where, where yeah, where, where, yeah, and I, I love watching the, uh, like, the behind the scenes of all of those ones where they have, yeah. like, 30 cameras just lined up around them and they all take pictures in sequence kind yeah. of thing. Just amazing stuff. So I am excited to see what they do with this one. Um, you know, I think, I think the Matrix... You know, a lot of people shit on the the second two movies. Um, they had good parts in them. The action were, was great. The soundtrack to me was still great. Yeah. Um, it, it was where they, it's where they went with the story. Not my story to tell. I always say, you know, yeah. storyteller has a certain. It was interesting. You know, it was it was fine. I mean, 
Um, I like seeing the robots in in like the real world. That was kind of cool. No, that was great. It, the Jesus was... thing was a little funky, but you know. <laughs> I think what everyone had their issue with was that he did not free all humans. He made a deal. Yeah. And I think everyone wanted to see him save everyone. It's yeah, it was not our story to tell. Half the people are assholes. <laughs> That's mean, fair. Statistically speaking, there's a lot of shitheads out there. <laughs> yeah, use those guys as a battery. Just take all Republicans and make them human batteries. <laughs> Also, look what the humans did to try to get rid of the world. We blacked out the sun. Like at that point, we screwed ourselves over. I mean, you know, foresight's twenty or or uh, hindsight. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, you know, not the best decision, but we took a shot. Yeah, you know? we definitely took a shot, not caring who we fucked at the end. Yeah, I mean, grass isn't that big of a deal, right? Tans, whatever. You eat that that protein mush or whatever that they eat. Soylent Green. Soylent. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what's going on. It's, again, directed by the Wachowskis. Um, oh, did, I haven't seen it yet, but do you remember Tank from the first Matrix? Yes, he was one of the programmer dudes. He, no, he was the operator. That's what I meant. <laughs> so The guy on the computer who's not cool and inside the Matrix. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So The only I, guy in a whole movie full of superpowers who has no superpowers. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he got shot, and he basically came back to life and saved Keanu. Yeah, and then, then didn't, he, didn't he, like, spit on the guy, too, after he, like, lasered him? Yes. That was yes. Like, well, oh, I forgot his name. Uh, the guy he spat on. It was the, the uh, That was uh, Cypher? Cypher, yes. Um, so uh, <laughs> The boss from Bad Boys? <laughs> the captain? That's right, he is. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird transition anyway um so apparently he put out a video on youtube because i'm sure everyone remembers he was in the first one and then mysteriously he died off camera and he was replaced so he has put out like i guess you would call it a documentary he put out a video on youtube basically saying the truth of why marcus chong yes the truth of why he was not including the new movies and he shits on everyone Apparently he says Keanu. He's like Keanu Reeves is not this nice guy that people say he is. Whoa! First of all, slow your roll. Yes, he is. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I yeah. believe that. He's- I'd rather have a thousand Keanu movies <laughs> instead of one more. Marcus so, Chong. A- movie. According to him, he stole money from. This is this is from what I've read an article about. It. I haven't watched the video. Keanu Reeves stole money from him. From no, not from him. Okay. From the special effects team. What? And that whole bullshit about him you know buying them motorcycles as a thank you was so he wouldn't get sued for stealing the money yeah i don't buy that shit i don't buy that shit at all at all um how did he get the money from any shits on dude was it in a bag sitting on the corner (laughs) yeah right that's their fault apparently keanu reeves is a financial crimes genius yes he's like we got all these computers just sitting around i mean (laughs) he saw a real time hacker four (laughs) or was it three i don't know the one with uh, richard pryor yeah where i think that was three yeah where he just you know the clickety clacked away and (laughs) just stole a bunch of pennies um he shat on the wachowskis for um their sex changes in the video um yeah yeah some real fucked up shit like and I guess at the end, it's just him, like, laughing at, like, I guess all the unfortunate thing that's happened to people who worked on The Matrix. I don't know. Well, That's the uh, ambulance coming to get him right now. I guess he's, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, well, that's, I mean, it sounds to me like the guy just doesn't take criticism very well. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, 
I, I, I guess I, I hope that everything works out okay with him. He's not doing much. He was on an episode of Burn Notice. And uh, I wonder why. <laughs> and uh, an episode of Law and Order. Oh, both Law and Orders. Uh, special Victims Unit and Criminal Intent. Well, he was definitely the criminal in both of those. Yeah. So, oh, well, that's that's weird. I mean, it's an interesting story to look up. I think that'll be, uh, I guess, you know, w- worth looking into. Um, but yeah, I don't. As soon I as don't buy start, Keanu Reeves being a douchebag. As I don't soon as buy I read that, that in the article, I was like, I don't buy any of the shit he's yeah, about to say. Fucking liar. Yeah. That's, nope. That's who. Get out of here. Nope. I don't believe a word. <laughs> believe a word of it. Um. I've yeah. seen videos of him in Subway giving up his seat to people for no reason. Yeah, exactly. I've seen pictures of him talking to homeless people and like, like sharing food. Like I don't buy that. Yeah, he's, he's just like the best dude. He's kind of like um, I watched the uh, the Mister Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. It's kind of like Mister Rogers, but like also an action star. Yeah, but but fucking cool as fuck. Not to say that Mister Rogers isn't cool as fuck. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, upcoming projects for Keanu. Oh my God! So A more fuckable Mister Rogers. Yeah. Boom. There we go. Twenty twenty one. Same. Oh man. So twenty twenty one, we're gonna get both The Matrix Four and John Wick. 4. They're gonna fight it off, dude. Dude, shared universe. What if John Wick Four? It's also Bill and Ted. Uh, that's um, that's coming out this year. Fuck me. Never mind. <laughs> Also, SpongeBob the movie is he's going to be in in that. Oh yeah, this year. he's like in in a Cyberpunk 2077, That's this year too. Nice. He's in that. One. Oh, didn't that get delayed? I think it got delayed. I don't know. IMDb still has it coming out this year. It looks just like him though. Yeah, everyone that, lost their mind when they showed him. In the yeah, exactly. Clip. The, they're getting so crazy good on video games now oh, on yeah. how how lifelike they can get. It's crazy what the PS5 is going to be like. Oh, I know. Fuck, I'm I'm ready. Um, another uh, as far as movies filming, uh, Venom Two just wrapped filming. Meh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Oh, I mean that was. I great. think that's gonna be amazing. I just the whole that whole universe just is kind of a piece of garbage. It's it's just stop, Sony, just stop, just stop, just do the animated one. You did yeah. something great. Continue yeah. that. Yeah, just. I mean, I feel like it's not that hard to look at what Marvel has done and just copy it. Or not even copy. Like, you know what? They've put in a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> put in a lot of money. We don't want to put in the effort. Yeah. So we're just not going to do it. We're just not going to do it. Yeah. I think I think a big problem is that the Venom movie made so much money. Yeah. It did really well. And, and, and I've, it, you know, I've, it said it mul- I've said it multiple times. It was, I enjoyed... The movie, you know, when he's like sitting in the tub of lobsters, just eating raw lobsters. <laughs> oh, that? he plays crazy awesome. Yeah. Um, but it's more like if if some if they had put out and I've said it multiple times, but if they put that movie out and everything was the same, but just didn't call it Venom and maybe slightly yeah, changed an Alien movie, yeah, then it would have been fine. It yeah. would have been it would have been fine. But no, it's a Venom movie with no Spider Man in man, it. Stop, dude. The first thing when 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 I heard the Spider Woman news and Sony I was like, fuck. Yeah. Why? Stop taking these spider characters. Let Marvel do it. Just let them do it. Yeah. Nope. They're like, 
we we got this. Hold my beer, Mark. <laughs> let me let me. I'm gonna show you how to make a real universe. It's like Sinister Six, Morbius. I, I am curious about Morbius. Yeah, I, me I am, too. I am a little excited. I'm, I'm I'm gonna watch it, but I gotta. <laughs> I, I've got low expectations. I'm trying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, Carnage is cool, and I think I think overall Venom looked really good. Like. Definitely better than Spider-Man 3, right? Yeah. He's big. He's bulky. Oh, yeah. Cool- oh, you're talking Topher Grace, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Topher Grace was the worst. <laughs> um, no, but, like, the Tom Hardy Venom, like, when he's in the suit, like, he's big and yeah, bulky. He, he's got the he look, tongue. He's got he looked like what, what it was in the comics, yeah, for sure. I like it. Minus the white. The spider. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, uh, we- why would he have that? <laughs> he's nailing. He doesn't even know what a spider is. <laughs> I, I just hope that it's rated R and they show a ton of blood and gore. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Isn't Morbius going to be rated R? I mean, they've got to see that there's there's successful rated R movies, right? Like, there's the Deadpool is just, like, raking in cash every time. Um, and Harley Quinn's a bad example. We'll get to that in a <laughs> minute because they're floundering. Um, you know, I've seen mixed... Uh, mixed reviews of that like it's there's no mixed box office dollars no i i saw that there was a little bit of a surge i thought oh yeah well we, we did our part <laughs> there we go by watching you're <laughs> like hey three more people went <laughs> write an article <laughs> um <laughs> there was not that many people in that movie theater when we went morbius is unrated Ooh, nice that means there's like graphic titties <laughs> i don't think that's what uh, it, means. it just means they haven't rated it yet <laughs> All righty. Well, let's uh, we'll take a short little break where we uh, hear from some of our uh, fellow podcasters, um, and then uh, we'll come back with some birds of prey and some a little Batman news. We'll be right back. Wonder soul, wonder soul, wonder soul, wonder soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real-life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points are our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And we're back. Alrighty then. Um, so a um, couple of news before we get to uh, Birds of Prey. There's still some more stuff out there. New bat suit just got revealed that as of recording this um, with Robert Pattinson. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's very basic. <clears throat> like the bat thing on his chest is not really a bat. Yeah. I mean, it looks like it supposed to be 
yeah what's what the bat's gonna go on top but the whole what's it called the cow 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 yeah his I, face mask yeah it looked weird to me that you didn't see the ears uh yeah i think they're keeping that under wraps uh specifically um just because you know that's going to be an even bigger reveal once um once it comes out and they give you the full like you know here's the full thing this is just a screen test one thing that's kind of weird has a little collar yeah, little... like he's in a jack. Also, he does. I don't, maybe I mean, granted, we're getting again. This is screen test, so and it's, we're getting it's neck early. and up. But he doesn't look that bulky. To His me. chin looks bulky. He's got I, a bulky chin. <laughs> he does I, to me, and again, maybe it'll look different. It's all, me, but it's all red. Maybe a little Batman Beyond action. <sighs> Probably not. I I, I don't know. It, it, he doesn't look beefed up to me, which you know Bruce Wayne's always yeah a bulky dude. He's got almost like Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, it. you know what it, it kind of reminds me of? Daredevil. Yeah. Doesn't that look like Daredevil? Yes. It looks kind of like Daredevil. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just, it's a test. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what it ends up being. Um, but, you know, I'm overall, I'm excited for it. I think it's, you know, it's got some potential and, um, you know, you know, I'm excited to see what they do with it, what direction they take Batman in because, I, I've you know said it before on the show. Um, I've been a uh, huge Batman fan, um, or uh, and I was a huge Batfleck fan. Oh yeah, I thought he was I think, great. I think Ben Affleck was one of the best portrayals of Batman. I, not to say that Christian Bale movies weren't better than those movies were, but I think the Batman portrayal, Batfleck did amazing. His job. fighting style, in particular. When oh he's yeah, fighting the humans. Not uh, only when... not only like the, the fighting style, but just like how it was shot and everything where it's like, you no, know, now CG's better in nowadays than it was when the original Christopher Nolan ones came out. And Christopher Nolan loves doing practical everything as much as possible. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, um, you know, using the grappling hook, it, remember he like shoots a dude and like yanks him down yeah. with it and stuff like that's Uses how bad like, Fling a box at another guy. Yeah, that's that's what I expect out of a Batman. So I hope they at least take this in the same direction. Oops. Also, like uh, there was one scene to... where like a camera turns and you kind of like see him hiding in the corner. Oh yeah, dude, that was so good when when they're like looking with the flashlights. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> I'm hiding. Yeah, and that was great. It was a bunch of little stuff. Yeah, or when he like doesn't he like cut up? He definitely doesn't do this because this is a cartoon. But like, I feel like he blasts a hole through the, the floor, and then, like, dudes fall down, and then he jumps up through the hole. Yes. Or maybe he falls down from the ceiling. No, it's I, one I, of those. Right, right. I remember. I remember it's a very cartoony type thing, which is, what, which is what we want from a Batman <laughs> movie, right? We want it to be, um, you know, similar to the uh, comic that we're all used to. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully optimistic on that one. Um, and, and I'll see. <laughs> I, think, I do think that I Robert, don't want to get excited about it. I do think that Robert Patterson's got to bulk up a little bit. Yeah, because in everything else I've seen him in, not to say that he can't, you know, but yeah. I just I haven't I mean, seen him in a. Batman's got to be, you know, he's got to be a pretty bulky guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's he's fighting bad guys all day every day. He's got to have a little bit of muscles, some meat. Yeah, that man meat. Exactly. Um, another one just got announced um, is that Rick Moranis is coming back for a reboot of. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I'm really excited about it. Me too. 
I am so excited. I, I I love like growing up. I loved watching his movies. Yeah, I mean, you know, there was like uh, <clears throat> Canadian Bacon. Oh, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen it. Ghostbusters. Go, I loved him. One and two. Um, Spies like us. He was in that one, wasn't he? Was that? Ooh, I don't know. Little Giants. Ooh, yep, yep. All the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Um, and I mean, and and what's what's crazy about him is that he just he. Walked away from oh spaceballs. Why didn't we mention? That? Oh yeah, spaceballs. God, dude, fucking classic. Yeah, um, little shop of horrors, of course. The Flintstones. Oh my God, so many good ones. Well, you know why he walked away? Yeah. Right? He, so so basically, the story is his wife got cancer. Yep. Died. Very sad. He and instead of like continuing to act, I mean, he was that was his peak, like. Of famousness oh, yeah. in the nineties, early nineties, I think it was. Oh, parenthood. Oh, parent yeah. I wouldn't put that up there with the, <laughs> the best stuff, but um Oh, I didn't know. Which it. also Keanu Reeves was in. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Um I didn't realize he did he did a little voice acting. Oh yeah, wasn't he one of the moose? He was he one was of the brother me- bear, yeah. He one of the meese. Right. Yeah, because I guess he's Canadian. But the last live action one was um uh, honey, we shrunk ourselves in 1997. Yeah, it's been a while. Little Giants, so good. Honey, I blew up the kid. Very good. Oh, My Blue Heaven, that was a good one. Oh, that was a good one. Steve Martin, I love that. Um, Parenthood, yep. Honey, we shrunk the kids. Ghostbusters 2, Space Balls, Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, Brewster's Millions uh, with, uh, with uh, Richard Pryor. That was a good one. Man. Oh, Strange Brew, that's the one I was thinking of. Not spies like us. I, I think hope, spies like us is John Candy and someone else. I, I don't think he's going to be in the new Ghostbusters, but it would have been awesome. It would have been nice. I mean, I feel like they're done filming. I think they are done filming, though. I feel like they could very easily go back and do one little like little cameo scene kind of thing. Now that he's kind of making his way back, and Even him just saying like Keymaster or something, you know? Yeah. Just like, I don't remember if he's the keymaster or the gatekeeper, but keymaster would seem uh, like make more sense. I think Dana was asking, "Are you the keymaster?" Yeah. So he's got to be the keymaster, and she was the gatekeeper. Which makes sense. Um, why does that make sense? Because he's the guy. Key, he's got penis. Penis. Yeah. And the gate. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. I wanted to see if you had something deeper behind that. That is deep. Nice. Balls deep. Balls deep. <laughs> It's a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am excited that he's coming back. Um, and, you know, I take it, it. It was. I mean, I understand why he walked away, but that it takes some real balls to do that and <clears> stick <throat> to it. You know what I mean? But he wanted to raise his kids. Yeah. You know, he wanted to spend time with them. Like, who's going to be mad at that? Yeah, nobody. Absolutely nobody. And so uh, it is really cool to get Rick, good old Rick Moranis back. There's a whole generation of kids who, like, have no idea. Who he is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Um, so I'm super excited about that. All right. So let's see. We did Venom, Batman, Rick Moranis. I think it's time to talk Birds of Prey. You ready to talk Birds of Prey? It's a little weird. Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of, or the Fantabulous Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yes. All right. Are we ready to Just, do? There's going to be some spoilers ahead for that movie. So if you haven't <clears> seen it yet, uh, go ahead, turn it off now, watch the movie, come back. Lord knows the box office needs it. So here we go. Spoiler time. All right. So what did you think of the movie overall? 
Give me an over overall which, feel for it. <clears throat> which is why I was going to start. It's a little weird being uh, straight male. It's, new, <laughs> it's a new thing for me. It's you a now. new thing for me, being straight male. Um, okay, so there were things that I liked, but... Um, I liked when all the men were talking. God, I shouldn't have started that way. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say... Cody said his favorite part or the favorite thing about the movie was Ewan McGregor. So I love <laughs> Ewan McGregor. And watch that movie and tell me that's not your favorite part. No, he he was amazing. He was amazing. The, uh, so ever, there was what what I one really, of my least really, favorite parts was Zaz, the other man in the movie, in the thing. Yeah, he. I was, felt like he was a wasted opportunity. I feel that for sure because he's a great villain. He's a good guy. And so I do I do like that actor because he was from. Did you ever watch the Mindy Project? No. He was like the love interest in the Mindy Project. Oh, I did watch one episode. I remember, dude, that looked nothing like him. Well, he had scars all over his face and bleach blonde hair. So, Hold, And I'm usually really good at pointing out uh, people. In like fake gold teeth. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, overall, I think it's a fun movie, you know, worth rental for sure. If you want a fun action, action movie out, go check it out in theaters. Um, I think what... What disappoints me about it is, you know, them, the idea of them making a movie like this, like Birds of Prey, which is an offshoot DC team up, right? With Harley Quinn, who's not even a comic book character. She came from Batman the Animated Series. So the idea of them, first of all, making a live action movie of this, you're like, whoa, this is crazy. There must be a bunch of real comic book fans who are making this. And then, like, to see the movie... And there's like no nods towards Batman. There's no nods towards Commissioner Gordon, even though a lot of it took place in a Gotham City, you know, police precinct. There's there's no mention. The only other uh, like uh, Batman villain, aside from the Joker, which is mentioned in the preview and everything. The only other villain who is mentioned um, other than the ones in the movie is Captain Boomerang. He's a picture on a wall at one point. That's, that, that was kind of funny. I mean, it was fine. But then there's just so many missed opportunities for it for me. What the action was great, um, especially when she's fighting in the water and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Um, well, that's that's what I was going to start with was the things that I liked, which was yeah. the fight. The fight scenes were great. Uh, my favorite part was the fight scene in the police precinct. Uh, the stuff that she was doing with the bat was awesome. It was, mm-hmm. I've never seen stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, where she like bounces it off the ground and hits the dude in the face and, and catches it, was, it. And it was very um, watching her fight. I was like, dude, I, it, it looks like she could really wreck some shit. Like it yeah. looks like she could really take out like a, Margot Robbie's great. Yeah, like she could take out a bunch yeah. of guys. Like it was it was awesome. Um, all the all the fight scenes I thought were really really great with the Huntress. She was awesome and um, oh, I loved the Black Canary. Yeah, the Black Canary. Her fighting stuff like I was She's watching. So hot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, of course, among other things, but amazingly hot. I was watching a lot. Of also, it, her outfits were great, like <laughs> super seventies. Like, yeah, for sure. Like shiny pants. But I was watching the faces, and I thought it was going to be a lot of stunt doubles. To me, it seemed like it was a lot of the actors doing like, the stuff. Yeah, it seemed like they did quite a bit, you know. And, and that to me was awesome. And yeah. I was watching like them throwing kicks. Like that's a legit nice kick. Like yeah. th- those are like some great punches that they're throwing. It looked mm-hmm. like they really, really trained for it. Yeah. That being said, when it came to uh, <laughs> Rosie uh, Perez, Rosie Perez in her fight scenes, I'm going to look up how old she is, Christian. It was, you realize she was in. White Man Can't Jump, which was like 1989 or something like that. Okay, But it's just like, like 
in comparison to the other actresses. She's an old lady. Like, they did so amazing. When it came to her, like, when she was fighting the two beefed up dudes, it, like, when the other girls are fighting, it looked like to me, like, legit. She's 55 years old. 55 years old, born 1964. Give her a break. Again, when it showed the other actresses fighting, they, to me, it looked like a legit fight. Like, they were really connecting. And then what, by contrast, when they showed her, it was like, that looks really badly choreographed and it doesn't yeah. look like a real fight. So it's just like the other also, girls. Also, she's a drunk police officer. <laughs> the other girls did so great that when she, by comparison to yeah. her doing it. All it those 20 just... something, 30 something year old <laughs> women. Yep. They did way better than that 55 year old lady. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know who, you know who really uh, phones in in all those Batman movies? Alfred. That's who I'm saying. Michael Caine did not pull his weight. His fight scenes look terrible. Did he have a fight scene? No, he didn't. He's an old man. <laughs> Give him a break. <laughs> she's a cop. Yeah. If you're not a gonna... detective, she, okay. she normally detects stuff. If she's not going to be throwing like awesome punches, just have her shoot people. She has a gun. She did shoot some people. Yeah, she should have then... shot more people. <laughs> she should have more bullets. Um, I will say, uh, yeah, and then you and McGregor. Is a freaking delight in this movie. Everything the he character, did, <laughs> the everything character he did he plays was amazing. It's so great. Um, like, like when they had the I don't statue know. of him in the background. Yeah, and like two to three times he does the pose right in front of it, and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. and he has a shirt with his own face with on his it. own face. It's amazing, and and he's like describing all the. All the statues, like these isn't are. That, ac- isn't that wild? It, it, these are all acupuncture, <laughs> acupuncture statues where it has all the pressure points on it. Is that wild? And he's like, and then what's this? Is this an acupuncture statue? No, that's actually a statue of me. <laughs> he's like wearing the same outfit. It's amazing. And the stuff he was talking about with the shrunken heads, like oh, yeah. this culture did that, and they did this, and they it's did that. that. It's so gross. It's, it's so yeah, creepy. It's so gross. It, now it's just in my living room. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's so good. Um, he, yeah, he was definitely one of the main highlights of, of the movie for me. Um, and like I said, Margot Robbie's awesome. Uh, Black Canary. I don't know her name, um, but she was great. Um, and then, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, uh, from Scott Pilgrim versus the world as the Huntress. I love that she was like trying to play the character, <laughs> the, the, not the actress. Yeah, the Huntress. The, the Huntress is trying to play like, I'm this badass tough, assassin. Bad, scary but I don't know how social interactions work. And she did it so well. Yeah. Like she she just was didn't... like super awkward kind of thing. And, yeah. And she, like the people call me and they're like, Oh, the crossbow killer. killer. Like, no, the huntress. Like, Oh, uh, who calls you that? Um, she was great. Um, Cassandra Kane. I was like, ah, oh, they could have gotten someone better. She was not that funny. Yeah. I didn't fine. think she was that good of an actress. You know, who, little, give me shit for the elderly lady. Fuck you for the child. All right. How about that? Uh, she, she's probably I'll look her up. She's probably old enough to be a good actor. <laughs> I mean, they got little kids who like Jojo Rabbit was up for an Academy Award. She's uh, just a child, Cody. She's just a kid <sighs> trying to make a place for herself in the world. Yeah. She's she, shitting on her acting. Um, and then, uh, oh, there's a little fuck you at the beginning with for, for uh, Jared Leto, huh? So there's like, they do, I forgot about they that. do like a, at the beginning of the movie, they do a little like animated recap of like Harley Quinn and the Joker and how they broke up. And they have Harley Quinn who's dressed in the red and black, like classic cartoon Harley Quinn outfit. Right. 
And then they, they definitely go with a more classic animated Joker. They went straight Mark Hamill Joker. <laughs> yeah. I they, love it. They did not do... Uh, Beautiful. They did not have the tatted up gangster Joker. I wonder why. Maybe because it's fucking stupid. It was dumb. <laughs> yeah. They, they did show one just the back of his head from one like that they took from the previous movie. From yeah, Suicide exactly. Squad. Yeah, they, they had they had scenes that were cut straight out of Suicide Squad in this movie. No and, tattoo, and that's, that's whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you know, it was. I think my you know the action was fine. A lot of great performances in it. I just think the story was missing some you know elements. It just wasn't that compelling. It was kind of interesting how they back, bounced back and forth, you know, because it's told from the point of view of Harley Quinn. So it is kind of an unreliable narrator, right? Where it's bouncing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Um, I did love that she would use her um, psychiatry. Um, Journey Smollett Bell is uh, the Black Canary. I love that she would call people out on their bullshit. Um, she's like, oh, well, you are a narcissistic, blah, 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 blah. And she would just spew out all these uh, medical terms. And uh, she did it against uh, Ewan McGregor, and he would get all fucking pissed. Yeah, exactly. So that, that was kind of cool. That's something I had, you know, they never really do with her character, which I thought I Yeah, really it actually called back to the fact that she was a doctor. Right. Right. So that was kind of fun. Um, I will say that the, the biggest disappointment, which I told you right after we saw the movie together, was that there, there there was no callbacks to like any of the DC universe essentially, right? Would you, you Yeah, agree I mean you? I was when the fight during the precinct, I was looking around, I was like, maybe there's gonna be some problems. That was the something. perfect opportunity to have a shit ton of Easter eggs, right? When because they're in basically um, there's a bunch of uh, bounty hunters who are trying to go after the same girl that Harley Quinn is going after, and they're fighting in the Gotham City police uh precincts evidence room right mm -hmm. there's all this evidence and stuff where you know she gets there's a bunch of cocaine there that gets up in the air and she. Like, i actually really enjoyed that that scene. was funny some people yeah. were complaining about that but that was pretty funny it was yeah no that was hilarious i like that um but okay this is a whole warehouse full of evidence like and she's pulling off different things off the shelves like a baseball bat you know there's cocaine there's all, all sorts of fun little stuff that she's using to fight these guys off why didn't they have like like a penguin umbrella where she, you know she opens it up and it has like a machine gun in it or something. You know, originally a Mister Freeze Ray, you know, um, a Batarang for Christ's sake. You know, why not? You you had mentioned the penguin that was going to be the uh, first villain that they were going to use, but then when they casted um, Colin, um, was it? Uh, ah, I don't remember the Irish guy. Well, he's going to be you and McGregor. No. <laughs> He's gonna so they're gonna use the penguin in the uh, the new Batman, the Batman movie. movie. So they were like, well, we're not gonna use who's, him. Who's it gonna be? Colin Farrell. Yes, yes. He's is. gonna be the penguin. Yeah, I do not like that. Well, you don't know. He's a good actor. He's a good actor, but he's he's also a very handsome man. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna put a shit ton of makeup on him. Why not just Danny DeVito? He's still out. He's still around. <laughs> Look at the guy who I I enjoyed the penguin. I in did the, like the guy from Gotham. Yeah, he did great. He's not not a very handsome man. And he, but he was tall and skinny, which is not normally how they show the penguin. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, at, towards the end, they put a fat suit on him. Did you see that? No, I have it. It's not, not that kind of. Yeah, it's gross looking. Um, but yeah. Anyway, back to that that fight scene. I mean, perfect time to put a bunch of you know little Easter eggy type stuff in there. You know, to show that it's part of the Batman universe. There there could have been so many things inside that room that she's grabbing and using and stuff like that. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. I, I mean, thought it was weird that, like, 
we we have no idea why Batman is just not around. I was going to say that, it, but I was kind of okay. I with knew that, that was wasn't going to happen because of the the state of Batman. I was fine with it because you can kind of write off that maybe he's doing stuff with the Justice League. Whatever, he's a busy dude. It, it was a low level stuff that was going on. That yeah. was probably you know it would have been a great shit. opportunity to introduce like a Nightwing or something like that. Possibly that would have been know? fine, but. To me, it's like, okay, the Joker is out and about. And Roman. He's just not. Yeah, he's just. Roman Sionis. They broke up together. They broke up with each other, but he's still out there. He's still out there. Like, why would he allow Roman Sionis to start amassing, like, a lot of, like, power? Right. And, like, you think he would have been like, no, this is my town. I wreck shit here. But they don't, like, for whatever reason, like, none of it was in his radar. I mean, the. The thing that I guess feels so, like, I don't know, that, that makes me not be, like, 100% in on this movie is that it feels like it's very off on its own, right? I mean, yes, they have the Ace Chemical Plant, but besides that, is there any other part of this movie that looked like it was actually in Gotham City? It looked kind of like it was, like, like L.A. Yeah, that's fair. Right? And then... You know, th- there's nothing else to kind of tie it into that, that, that world, right? It seems like it's often on its own. You know, all this stuff going on, huge gang warfare going on, right? Chemical plant blowing up. You know, the the big shootout at the um, uh, amusement park type thing. Like, it's not attracting any attention, which is similar to what happened in the Suicide Squad, right? You Why have Superman just coming. Like, you have a, a world-ending bad guy, which that's one thing I do like about this is that it's crime bosses. I yeah. mean, that's perfectly in Harley Quinn's wheelhouse. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, you know, it just it's weird to have this movie off on its own and just it is tied to the universe, but it's not. But it is. But it's not. <laughs> but it is. But it's not. But it's not. <laughs> I wanted more hyena. I was yeah. Like, she, totally yeah, she just me. had it in her apartment. Maybe the CG budget got out of hand. And that's exactly where my thought went. I was like, you know what? Because it was great. It was great looking. It looked really good. It looked really good for CG. But it didn't do anything. And that was... It, it ate some licorice. And... Ate a dude's leg. Ate a dude, I off guess. Off screen, though. Yeah, off screen. <laughs> yeah. It ate some licorice on screen. It got blown up. But then it was okay. You know, in the last fight scene when there was like, you know, the small group versus a bunch of like... Yeah gang guys i was like you know when black canary remembers she has powers <laughs> and i was oh yeah i was fine she knew she had the powers i think it made sense that she wouldn't use it in close quarters because she might hit because her, then everyone else the movie would be over <laughs> just yeah. cover your ears they're protecting each other and the little girl dude and if mid fight if she were to do that she would have hurt all of them if not killed them yeah but to me it's like you know what would have been clutch in that in that scene a hyena yeah would have been real clutch yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, at first I thought it was kind of weird that she put roller skates on because the fight scenes with the roller skates were stupid. But then there was a car chase. And yeah, that kind of made up for it. Yep. Like, actually, yes, I, I do. I really, really enjoyed the stuff they did with the motorcycle, the roller skates, and her on the car. That uh-huh. was that was pretty cool. That was fun. That was a really cool stunt scene that that they had. Um, and then I thought that um, the huntress inside the funhouse, where she's like jumping off. I don't know what they were. Those little springy tongues. things. They were tongues, tongues, right? She's like jumping around and doing... That was really cool. It was cool, but I expe- when I saw those, I'm like, oh, there's going to be a lot of cool shit. I felt like that they didn't u- utilize that enough. I feel like that 
that whole like inside that fun house was like I don't know they they went too too far on um, like set production and not far enough on like really coolly shot yeah. choreography. I think that that was one of the weaker fight scenes, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I did like the Huntress. I thought she did a really good job in that one. Black Canary, she just she did the same like high kicks everywhere, but they were all awesome. They were great kicks. Yeah, she was so good. Um, and then Cassandra Kane didn't do anything. She was just sitting there. She ate a, a diamond. Actor. And then she had to shit it out. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so there, I mean, it's a fun movie. It's just, I was hoping it was going to be like amazing. I don't yeah, know why. I, I would say. I've been hurt before. I would say go watch it. I I, I was fine parting my dollars with it. So yeah. I, I'd say definitely go watch it. I, I'd say it's it's definitely worth a watch. Um, you know, I'd say maybe it's worth a rental more than a watch, but you Fair. know. I do want them to take more shots like this, you know, like, like a bird of prey movie is the kind of cool movies. Like I'd love to see like a West coast Avengers movie or like an alpha flight movie or something. Great lakes. Avengers. Oh, I, don't know. I don't know about alpha flight. Maybe, maybe. It, if it's played you, for like a comedy, it has to be comedic. You know, you know what, what? I would have like I, a guardians of the galaxy. Style. And I was about to say that when I heard guardians of the galaxy, I was like, really? But then I saw, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. They've got to, they've got to kind of know, like this movie, right? It's, it, it is a comedy more and more than anything else. I mean, action comedy, right? Um, so they, they at least knew what tone they should go for, you know? And I think that that's definitely a win for this movie, but I'd like to see them take more shots on these obscure characters. Cause especially DC, cause you know, so far they, you know, I thought they did an, a pretty good job with Superman, but you know they did a bad job at Justice League. You know, objectively, <laughs> I mean it was fine, and we can all wait for the Snyder cut. But why? Why? I, I mean, know. what? I don't know. I, when people keep talking about the Snyder cut, it's like, why? There's, Do you really there's think just it's this be hope? That? There's just this hope out there that there's a better movie somewhere. It's like really. You really think it's going to be that much better? I don't think it's going to be that I much better. I don't think so either. Yeah. I mean, I still want to see it, but <laughs> I'm not going to. Like, someone rented a plane at Comic-Con and said, release the Snyder Cut with a little Jesus. messaging behind it. So, I'm not that into it, but hey, if it came out on DVD, I'd probably check it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out, so it'll be interesting. I guess it's in 1984, so it doesn't have to tie into any of this stuff. Yeah, I'm just like... You know what would be cool is if, if... she got her sword back? Nah, I don't care about that. <laughs> Wonder Woman always had the bracelets and the lasso and the invisible jet. Like she better sword. have the invisible jet. <laughs> just flying around. Just not doing anything. <laughs> um, but you know what would be cool is if... Because Wonder Woman 1984 takes place in 1984, as the title would suggest. Why, why wouldn't it? <laughs> no, I'm just, no. no, I'm just <laughs> saying. And that's the setup. But what if she runs into... The Batman as Robert Patterson because he's young. Nah, you don't like that. No, I don't think they're gonna do it. No, I think that would be cool. It'd be interesting, right? but I don't think they're gonna. And do just it. have a just have like a, a Wonder Woman Batman reboot, but in the eighties. <laughs> but that doesn't make any sense because they meet each other. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> just wishful thinking. Hey, nothing makes sense in the DC universe. They That's can do fair. whatever they want. <laughs> Absolutely fair. All right. Well. Let us know on uh, Twitter and Instagram uh, what you thought of Birds of Prey. Um, ooh, we should we should mention too that they've uh, like kind of changed the title. They've changed the marketing title 
for the movie now. It's not just it's not Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of one Harley Quinn. It's now Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. Yeah. Which well, I don't I don't understand the thought process behind that, but whatever. It's like did people not know that Harley Quinn was in it? Hmm? I mean, everyone knew that, right? It's Margot Robbie. She's super famous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, but yeah, let us know what, what you thought of it on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and then again, uh, make sure you're uh, liking, commenting, and subscribing. And uh, next week we got, I think, a cool interview lined up. So Hopefully. Hopefully. We're not going to say who. We're not going to say who. In case it doesn't fall. It's a secret. <laughs> yeah. In case it doesn't work. Yeah, scheduling doesn't work. But. Um, but it'll be interesting to uh, see that come out uh, if it does. But uh, until next time, uh, Christian, thank you, as always, for going to see movies with me we got black widow coming up so we gotta check that one out and uh to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone you're with friends this is nerds with friends thank you and good night